this is New Aura, and welcome to our new era. On this episode of New Aura, the girls get into creating spaces for Black women, the stigma on Black women's health, and the uprise of Black women in luxury. Enjoy the episode. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Hey, y'all. Hey. <laughs> Welcome back to another episode of New Aura. I was about to say Euphoria because I just saw <laughs> that season two of Euphoria is dropping January 9th. And After I'm excited. four or five years, it seems like. I mean... It's been a minute. Mm, I love me some Euphoria. I have watched the first season like five times. <laughs> Cause Not I five. just, I just, bro, like I be relating I to the characters. The five it. times, no, because okay, I'm the type of person. The more I watch something, the more I understand all like the stuff that's happening in the background. The more you peep stuff, yeah. So I be peeping stuff when I'm watching Euphoria, and I love Euphoria. I'm so ready and excited to see what happens with Rue and Jules and like Maddie and Nate. Oh, yes. They do too much on that show. How do they do too much? They do a little bit too much for me. Like, now, they was doing a lot for high schoolers. but I For like, high schoolers, like, very unrealistic. No, but I feel like that is realistic, though, because we don't know what everybody in high school is going through. That's true. I guess it's like, because they're like, what, rich kids? Like, they got money, whatever. Yeah. Maybe that's their life. They are know. rich kids. Living in a nice but suburban I can't neighborhood. Really, I can't relate. I can't relate either. I mean, some things I relate to, but I'm just like... I feel like, for the most part, I'm... um, What was Cassie's sister's name? The boring one. She had no issues. Girl, she was, like, in love with Rue. I forgot her name. That's what? how... Um, oh, her friend? Yeah, her friend that she I had in the cup. Name. I forgot her name. But I feel like I'm her. That's me watching everybody else's life be no, in shambles. I, I can't relate to it, but it's a good show though. It's a really um, good I show. also like what's her name, Cat. Which one is Cat? The, the one Alexa Demi. No, not Alexa Demi. Like um, her. um, her name, her real name is Barbie. Oh, the, the one that's yeah. like thicker? Yeah, the thicker girl. Yeah, I love her too. Her storyline, I like her storyline because it was just like, ooh. Why? Like, what? <laughs> Not a bad bitch in a no dominatrix way. going like, she was collecting her coin and as she should. She's so pretty. Like, she's so pretty. Sorry, y'all. Um, If y'all hear some guitar playing, we have somebody practicing guitar skills, so ignore that. Just enjoy the music. Enjoy it. But, um, <laughs> we had to push the episode out because today we're having our Friendsgiving. We are hosted by... Moi. Yes. <laughs> and it's a lot of work. I'm not hosting nothing else. She made for... the little jerk chicken. Yes. And it I, looked good. I made jerk chicken. I made cabbage. And I made deviled eggs. 
Other people are bringing other things, so let's hope. Look, I'm bringing the spinach dip. Okay? That's what she brought. And uh, she brought an apple pie, child. Oh, yeah. Oh, and I also brought a cake <laughs> and ice cream. You know, but as the host, you have to supply every, most of it. You know, at least have something on people's plates. Yeah. So they don't be like, if somebody don't show up with nothing, it's not like a loss. But, yeah, so happy Thanksgiving to you guys, because that's when this episode drops. It drops on Thanksgiving, so be thankful. Period. <laughs> <laughs> so okay let's get into what we've been into this week like what you been up to this week girl i've been working like literally every day working like, i get two days off then i work all day i'm just getting to the money like getting to the money yeah. oh my gosh same me i've been working but um the job i do doesn't require me to be at work this week yeah so i have if y'all didn't know, I have two jobs. Um, the other job does require me, but I'm kind of off this week. Like, they let me chill out. I cut my hours back because I was just getting way too stressed out working yeah. both jobs. It's a lot. I commend anybody who can work two jobs. Because I can. People who I be saying that their mama worked three jobs, bless her heart. No, because it is really. too much. And I'm working two jobs just for me. I ain't got no kids. I ain't got no real bills no, at the no. moment. Like... I, <laughs> I'm working two jobs just for the money. Kids and you working three jobs, like can't. I can't. That's why I don't want no kids, man. I don't really? want no kids. Keep them kids. But um, yeah. Lately, I've been chilling. Like it's just been really chill vibes. I feel less busy because I'm so used to being busy. I'm kind of like, dang, yeah. I want to be busy doing something. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I haven't been doing much. Normally, I spend time working on pod, the podcast stuff yeah. and creating, like, visuals for it. Mm-hmm. But I haven't done any of that this week. I've been kind of, like, taking a step back, chilling. Yeah. I finally washed my As hair. But this week, um, I had to help my mom because she went out of the country. So, I've been helping yeah. her with my brothers. And also, preparing for the Friendsgiving. That's really been taking up She's all my time. She's been doing a lot. She's been doing a lot this week. I have been doing a lot. Listen, I gotta make she sure everything's good. But that's what happens, like, if you're throwing an event, like, yeah. you want it to be good. Like, you, you have to go and money, baby. Money too, no, period. You have to. So, you gotta make sure everybody's accommodated. You gotta make sure right. you got food for enough people. Right. But I manage. Um, I didn't really spend too much money yeah. Um, I budgeted like I bought stuff prior to like mm-hmm. I get paid every week, so I would just you know, yeah. and I bought drinks, I bought the liquor, I bought two bottles because yeah. it's a Tuesday. Period. People got work tomorrow. I got work tomorrow, and I'm still I'm over here drunk right now. Like I don't. She care. drunk out the hypnotic. She the reason why the hypnotic is already practically I'm, I'm gone. High too, um but we but recording okay. we're recording this episode right before the Friendsgiving starts before yeah. people start coming over so yeah that's what I've been into mm-hmm. I haven't been doing much but um you know just living my life just doing the day-to-day going to work going to sleep I've been extra tired um and on Thanksgiving, I had to take a small road trip to go see my family. So that's going to be interesting because I've never driven that far out by myself. I'm scared because I'm going at like four in the morning. Okay. <laughs> Not no child. Okay, so today's topics, I just really wanted to focus on black women today yeah. because... 
I'm very thankful to be a black woman. Even though mm. we go through the most shit, I'm I so happy. Not, nothing other than a black woman. I like, love I'm being a black so woman. Black. I love being a black woman. Because if I'm going to be real, if I was white, I would really be... I would... <laughs> Why do you have to say white? Why do you got to be white? Uh, if I was uh, somebody other than black, I would be black fishing. Like, not black fishing. <laughs> not she saying she's about no, to be... No, because being black, black fishing, really, like being black... Black no, being really black like, is the moment. It, it really is what is. it is. We like, always have had the sauce, the drip, always. the style, the like, hair, the fits. People love to copy us. Too. Like I would, I would want to, because like, people already like. I even had a conversation with my um coworker. I was like, you know, Air Forces. Nobody was rocking Air Forces until they seen black people rocking exactly. Air Forces. And we've been rocking Air Forces for years. Right. He's like, yeah, y'all really did put us on, you know. Yeah, da, da. I'm like, yeah, we put y'all on to a lot of shit. Right. I, bro, y'all, the funny thing, talking about shoes, I saw a man come in with some K-Swiss. And I fell the fuck out. What is K-Swiss? You don't know what K-Swiss are? They, no. were like, they were like the forces before forces, to be honest. K-Swiss. Uh-huh. I had a pair of K-Swiss. My dad used to give me K-Swiss. I remember I used to have K-Swiss, Reeboks, and Forces. That growing up, that's all I used to have for shoes. Mm-hmm. Chad, that's what, you know, Project Baby. <laughs> Let me stop knowing. I had those pastry <laughs> shoes, the ones. Payless? Pastry. You oh. Pastry you never had them before? No. I think it was. The light up ones? No, pastries. The ones with the. They used to have the commercials with all the popular people. Like the girl, the singing girl. The, the um, you know, Dickie Simmons, his yeah. sisters. Symphonique. Not Symphonique. No, the two ones. The, the, I'm thinking about, ones. I'm thinking about Romeo's sister, Symphony. Oh, you're talking about Angela? <laughs> yeah, the two ones, the older ones, the two older ones. Angela and. Her sister, her and her sister. I, I forgot the other name. I know Angela. But yeah, they have the little pastries. That's what I had. I'm screaming. I did not have they no pastry. So girly. My daddy had me in them hoods and the shoes. I used to have a, a pair of black forces too. Running through your house like a Tomb Raider. <laughs> Bro, like forces really used to be like $40 and they used to be on sale. That's the crazy part. They used to always be on sale. Like <laughs> Not a, not a bitch love forces. No, for real. Can't crease them. But I just think, like, I remember in high school, this one non-black person, he had on a pair of forces. It, it had rained that day, and it was muddy, and he stepped all through the mud. In his forces. Yes, fresh, white forces. I'm like, damn, that's a crime in the hood. You might want to go clean the mud, pool. <laughs> okay, so, I don't know about that. So, our first topic, I wanted to talk about creating spaces for black women to express themselves, because... Mm-hmm. I think this new age of social media with TikTok and Twitter and Instagram and Clubhouse and podcasts, black women are more able to express themselves. And we can also give like more of, people can really see where we're coming from, I feel like, because Mm -hmm. people always got this narrative, which is going to be the next topic about um, black women's mental health. But um, people always have this narrative about black women being angry. And I feel like we have a lot to be to be angry about we do have a lot to we be have angry a lot about. to be angry about we got people downplaying us putting us down not giving us the same opportunities as they're giving others and we, it's crazy because we really work really hard we like, do work hard we bust have, our ass like we i think we so are hard. like one like, out of all women we're the ones that go to college like we yeah. graduate college the most out of black men too yeah and we still are 
subjected to like like it's bullshit. really hard for us like to, it's really it's hard, hard for us to, to be successful yes like, that's why when i see the that. girls when i see the girls oh this is the next time to- um, another oh, yeah. topic but when i see yeah. the girls like you know get into their bag and just having all these opportunities that our ancestors didn't have before us it's just like damn i'm just so like happy great I just love that black women are taking the initiative to use these new forms of technology technology <laughs> technology <laughs> and social media to yeah. speak up and I just love seeing more black women speak up for themselves and stand in there stand in there you know and they're right like yeah. I feel like sometimes what we say gets taken out of out of context, context. Yeah. yeah and i don't like that because i hate to have to hold my tongue just because you don't like the way it's, it's coming off because like you know they always say black women are so angry black women are so combative bossy like, but we get the work right. done we get the shit done you the thing about it's, it is people fail to realize we have to carry so much on our backs. We got to deal with racism. Exactly. We got to deal with colorism. We got to deal with, you know, um, white, like the way um, the government is set up to yeah. be against black women. We, I feel like even like, it's a lot of systemic things against black women. It is. A, a, a lot of systemic, like, systemic things black, against black people but too. we're also women. Like, yeah. yeah. It's a double whammy. A double like, whammy. We out. We gotta fight so hard just to be even in our own communities. Our like with black men sometimes. Yeah, they downplay us and do like you know put so much dirt on us. Like we are not the ones that go out there and fight for y'all every day. And it's like who's fighting for the black woman? So that's why I'm so glad that black women are creating spaces to have those conversations and be open. Like I just love like I'm like I know a lot of people don't like Wendy Williams. Mm But look at her. She got her on TV. One of the one black women who is exactly. on daytime television making making moves. We got like you know I love like actresses like Angela Bassett and um what's her name Ava, the one Ava who made du- When They See Us. Ava du- du- She got a French last name. Y'all yeah. know what I'm talking about. I like that she uses her um talent to exactly you know showcase the black issues and black problems mm-hmm. and you know. You know, really just shine a light on things like that. But yeah. black women, we are always using our status, our um, what are what are, what am I trying to say? We are using our status, our jobs, our platforms. That's where we're always using our platforms mm-hmm. to speak about black issues. Yeah, and I think it's really like cool to see that in this time because when I was growing up, we didn't really have like a lot of black public figures, you know, using their platform to. Yeah bring awareness to black issues and i just love seeing that and i love seeing black women express themselves through art through music through writing through fashion through videos through podcasts through books i just love seeing it because yes. they is on that shit and they're profiting from it and people are taking notice like Issa Rae, I feel like, is one of those black women that has just... I've seen her grow. Because she really started from the bottom. Started from the bottom. Like, and I remember what? watching Awkward Black Girl. And I was like, oh my on, God. On YouTube, Yeah. Right? My yeah. friend had put me on back in, like, high school. And I remember watching, like, oh, my God. And then she came out with Insecure. And then, you know, she got all these she different ventures. She has, like, another show. She has... She made... She produced Sweet Life. Sweet Life is like, interesting with black socialites yeah and i just love seeing more of like that she's doing a lot of things for the culture i love Issa Rae, and really she's is. so humble and she's so you know 
just down to earth about yeah. it. And she, even when she's in other movie roles, she's always fighting for black causes. Like yeah. in The Hate You Give, mm-hmm. she was the one in the movie who was like the, pro- not the prosecutor, but she was trying to get the cops, yeah. you know, prosecuted basically. Yeah. So I just love seeing black women use their platforms to do good for us because mm-hmm. I feel like when people don't, sometimes we don't get like people don't speak for us enough like i feel like black men don't speak on black, black women enough black men don't speak other races don't all. speak on black women enough even like at feminism all. does not feminism does not help black women in and it's any crazy way because we we fight so much for everybody everybody, everybody. we fight for women like, minorities black men everybody everybody we are the, we always be on the front lines with them fighting exactly. for them but when it comes to us nobody's like fighting for us and it's funny because i was on twitter um and it had a yeah. twitter spaces mm-hmm. where it was like do black men hate black women and it was, i don't want to uh, say they hate black women. i don't think they hate black women but i feel like we aren't appreciated in the same way we are i feel like we do a lot for black men yeah and i know black men see it as oh but we're the home givers in the household but y'all don't realize that when when it happens to a black man mm-hmm. it's more i don't know what i'm trying to say but i feel like black men do take a lot of heat in this world but they don't get a lot of heat as we do I feel they like take a lot of I feel like we have to things. deal with the stuff that's happening background, exactly, you know, the background yeah. stuff to yeah. make sure they're good. We're exactly. always making sure that they're good, but exactly. who's making sure that we're good? Nobody. And that's what I need for my partner to make sure that we're equally yoked. Exactly. So, but I saw that Twitter Spaces. It was a lot of you know disagreements and feelings towards mm-hmm. it, and you know a lot of people's like it's a mental thing and how they were raised and. But I'm glad that, because one of the black girls, I think she was the host of it, she wasn't going for anything them niggas was saying. What'd she say? She was basically like, don't get on this platform to defend yourself. Exactly. Just be real about the fact that the way y'all treat black women, just be real about it. Don't try to sugarcoat it or act exactly. like you ain't. No, just take accountability. And that's the thing, like, a lot of niggas cannot take accountability. Like, it's like... I don't know what's in them, but they just can't do it. Like they just—they don't want to take accountability. They don't, and they can I never feel like be wrong, as so. black people, we low key be a little divided sometimes. Like we especially are. with like colorism we're and classism. Really divided. Like we're really divided. Yeah, but I feel like it's getting better. Low yeah. key, I don't really see a lot of colorist remarks like that no yeah. more. I don't really see like none of that nonsense because yeah. that's what keeps us down. Is if we keep on, you know allowing stuff like that to mm-hmm. divide us and that's yeah. not good and i feel like you know one thing people use my dad he always talks about how we as black people would be so much further in this world if we would just stick together, stick together. instead of uh, you know not yeah instead of you know being you know catty with each other yeah. and fighting and killing each other exactly. and things like that because if you look at the Asians, they yeah. have the... If y'all go to one Asian beauty supply, next door to it is going to be the tailor. Yeah. The other next door is going to be their little store. It's going to be something. And they always are close-knit. They yeah. roll... Like, you know, a lot of other cultures do that. They make sure that everybody else in their community is good. And I feel like if we black people, we put our money mm-hmm. to, like, you know, our own businesses and stuff like that. And we help each other build. Then... We yeah. would be so much more further. We would be so much more richer, more, you know. 
Yeah, but I, I feel agree, like, but it's it's hard. It's to hard do that because of the things like you know, generational the things that like the government has done to yeah, like, the black community to keep like, us pushed down, exactly to keep to hold Pumping us down. Drugs into the community, like you know, promoting gang violence, yeah. like just like a lot it of just like makes us so divided, yeah. and it's gonna take a lot of work. It Our is. kids might not even see that. Their kids might not right. even see that because it's like. A general, they call it generational trauma. Yeah, and I feel like it's getting better, but it's, it's not, better. you know, like. But as, then again, like the situation with Young Dolph, like, is it really getting better? Because it's like somebody in his own, like, his own community killed him. Like, yeah, and that's know? the thing about being divided. We need to start yeah. sticking together. I feel like me, I'm the type of person. I feel like a lot of the shit that people be beefing about be mm-hmm. pointless. Yeah, I know same. you want your respect. I know you want your, you know, this and that, your notoriety and stuff but like that. But what, it, it don't. Though. Yeah, but for what? Because at the end of the day, we all die. We, listen, <laughs> we all gonna be six feet under. What this year has taught me, like, at the end of the day, we all die. Like, y'all It's nothing to beef about. No a lot of this shit be minor. That's why I have to watch myself when I'm feeling a little animosity towards towards somebody else, especially seeing like all the deaths that's, you know, been happening and just certain things in the media. I've exactly. just been like, it's more, it's easier to love and be peaceful it than is. to be at war it's with someone easier. else. So I just, you know, I don't have, I don't hold any hate in my heart. We don't have to, you know, like each other, but we can be respectful Cordial, to, yeah, know, respectful to one cool. another. But I just love seeing black women have conversations about what it's like to be a black woman, what we go through, how we can fix it, what we can do in educating others. Yeah. Um, I love, like, especially in different areas. Um, I listened to this podcast called, called Horrible Decisions. Mm-hmm. It's, um, you know, a sex-based podcast, and they talk about black people in kinks and stuff, like black people, like, in different areas of sex and i think that's interesting because i feel like people feel like i feel like black people are very multifaceted but people like to put us in a box yeah and i love when black women or black people in general showcase like we are multifaceted we are artists we are writers we are yeah i love we work in business i'm seeing a lot of like black people black women black people in like just different that's why i love atlanta atlanta is like one of the you know black capitals there's so many dmv too there yeah Yeah. that's why i like atlanta i like the dmv i like houston i like that culture even parts of la like um lamert park and stuff like that Mm because Issa ray be talking about it so i like seeing that and people use that like i just love it's just so beautiful to see like us it's like black excellence i know even people we know who are in like political wise you know i'm talking about like Mm -hmm. taking strides to make things better for us but I think if we just stuck together more and not had, mm. if we just stayed peaceful, we don't have to all like each other. Yeah. But at least be peaceful and make sure that, you know, we aren't keeping us down. Exactly. But I love seeing black women just explore, like create, and they really create spaces for us. I've um followed a girl on Twitter for years. Mm-hmm. Um, She lives in Atlanta. She creates, she has, um, the space that she created was that she has a building and she lets black creators go in there and use her building to do Mm -hmm. like different projects where they'd be record a video or do their podcast or do yoga classes or stuff like, I just like stuff like that. Listen, FUBU for us, by us. 
period yeah and i love like creating like black spaces for us like you know in college i was in that one organization that it didn't work out but basically (laughs) oh yeah basic basically it was like a space for black women to just you know be unapologetically black like unapologetically black and we're getting to that yeah and i feel like this podcast too like it's for everybody it's for everybody but it's for the blacks black people black Black women women specifically to just feel like especially they can relate to like the shit that we say because we're we're real like the stuff we say on here we're being real i feel like we haven't we haven't given y'all everything we've been through but we gonna get there it's still a little adjusting to get to have people in your business yeah maybe when we start making some money then then we'll start (laughs) dropping we'll start but i just love seeing black women create spaces i think um on on the podcast i listened to horrible decisions Mm -hmm. she used um she had a platform and she got like a television deal and a production deal and i just think that's just so beautiful to see black women succeed in spaces that we don't normally like not just being a doctor being a lawyer yeah these people forget that being creative is one of the best things on this earth because it allows you to express yourself in your work and you don't have to do like corporate things some people want to be a doctor that's good some people want to be in business traditional business yeah some people want to you know do the lawyer thing it's okay if you don't like you can really take your talent yeah because y'all honestly i'm an english i was an english major and i haven't found the perfect job for me yet so i'm taking different you know avenues to find what i want to do creatively yeah but i want to build you know i want to build my own platform i'm a i'm i'm a very chill person laid back i feel like i don't really voice myself as much as i should Mm -hmm. but i feel like in where we live it's kind of like it's just not that area it's really not that it's area. not that area no. nothing be happening over here we really don't be having no drama <laughs> no getting well <laughs> some drama because i'll be causing it i'll be causing it this is it's just a regular place like this area yeah it's just, just regular, a regular like, sub- suburbs if you was in atlanta or houston hell yeah, yeah. i love atlanta i would never forget that I naked stripper atlanta. who took our pictures for us shout out to ashley she just, yeah i think her name her. was ashley right i don't know her i don't know i think it was ashley was. shout out to ashley who was shout at club monaco she was on that pole doing her thing she took our pictures for us yeah. Yeah. Shout out to her. Yeah. That was very sweet of her. Right. Yes. Make sure y'all got a club Monaco. That's what Atlanta she did. Atlanta's a vibe. It is a vibe. Like Atlanta and like, we really like Atlanta. I remember that guard was outside with that big ass gun, bro. I said, let me get the fuck. What? <laughs> <laughs> okay, guys. So, we're going to get into our next topic, which is the narrative on black women's mental health. Or, um... So, going back to the angry black woman thing, I feel like black women, since for so long we have been confined to certain things Mm -hmm. and had to deal with certain things, nobody ever asks us if we're okay. You know, know, they because they see that we're so resilient and strong and that we are very independent people, people don't think, oh, they don't have nothing wrong with them. If, you know, you know what I'm saying? Like, if we do have anything wrong with us, they want to chop it up to us being on drugs exactly. like crack or meth or she's on that stuff mm-hmm. now some of y'all do be on that stuff but 
<laughs> but, I, do be, but, but I feel like at the same time, you can't, I feel like, you know, people need to take heed that we're not always okay. And that yeah, is fine. And I feel like black it. women need to understand it's okay that we're not always okay. It's okay to but take a couple hard. days off. It's hard because... We're the only ones like, fighting for us. The only ones doing for us. It's like... Like, how we're raised and how we're conditioned, like... Oh, especially in the household. Especially in the household, because, like, the niggas, like, y'all, like, I'm sorry, but y'all don't do nothing, like, half the unless time, your mama, do much. Unless your mama made you, but a lot of unless, moms a lot baby of their and coddled their sons. Yeah, a lot of them did. And, like, you have the sisters over there learning how to cook. And clean. How to clean doing the, their laundry. Fixing their plates. Right. Making sure the men are good in the house. Exactly. Make sure your, you know, make sure your dad gets his place first. Exactly. Then your brothers and then you eat last. Exactly. No. This is how it's gonna go. Everybody gonna make their own fucking plate. Yeah, let's change that narrative. For real. Clean their own fucking dishes. Wash their own fucking clothes. Because y'all need to stop. I know as black women, we're very much so nurturers. We love yeah. to, you know, coddle people because we definitely do that with everybody. Yeah. You know, we take people in and we make sure other people are straight, but mm-hmm. nobody's making sure that we're straight. And we yeah. always have to make sure we're good. That's yeah. why I feel like it's good to have good, strong friendships. People you can lean on. Like mm-hmm. the show Girlfriends is a good example. I love that show. That's a good show about black women that being in. You That's know. like the one show that I've seen, like where black women literally they they collectively were there for each other. No yeah, even what. if they didn't like each other, yeah. you know. So I really like you know showcasing more of black you know groups and creativity mm-hmm. together and just loving each other and creating yeah. that bond to make sure we're all good because yeah. I think it's important to check up on our fellow black sisters. And brothers. And but, brothers, but... <laughs> you know, we we always we always come for the black men. We always got them. They already know they're covered, yeah. but I feel like they don't give us the same in return. Yeah. And so we're left to deal with our mental health, and we have to be resilient. You know, we got black women out here working like three, four jobs. Right. You know, we got black women who are in poverty trying to take care of their kids we got black single mothers who have no help exactly. nobody is asking them if they're okay if something happened like especially the ones with postpartum nobody wants to realize that right. black women we go through postpartum i don't know who made y'all think that we were just you know not there bulletproof but like tiktok a pregnant like she was pregnant and she was uh she had her baby and she was going through postpartum i guess and she like killed herself. Like yeah, oh yeah. Was it on Facebook? Yeah, because I saw TikTok. Oh, uh, I saw a, um, a black mother. Yeah. She killed herself on TikTok, and you know everybody's like, "Oh, what's wrong? She all right?" You know how yeah. people like to brush things. They don't exactly. take people serious. But y'all need to when black women are asking for help or screaming for help and showcasing that they need you help. Need to listen, ha- like, listen, and help. when I tell you. Like, when a black woman gets to the point where she has to scream for help, like, she really needs it. And then it makes us look crazy when we do ask for help and scream for help because we're just so, so, not traumatized, but we're just so over it and tired. Exactly. You know, just make sure black women are good. Ask us if we're okay. You know, make sure that we got what we need. That's why I I love to see when black men take care of black women in that way or, like, I used to love these TikToks. It was like a husband and wife, and he would sit there and comb out her afro. Stuff like that is just very yeah. nurturing. Like, I want us to be coddled because I feel like we don't get coddled. Like, we really don't. They, our parents be ready to make us go to the ends of earth. 
fighting in the war <laughs> to get to where we need to be. No, so no. I applaud. I love seeing black women when they can just get through that. Yeah. So we're going to take a quick little ad break and we'll be back. Girl, where did you get your hair? <laughs> You're going to jail. I'm crying. <laughs> okay, that's how the commercials be. But today, we're just going to talk about Celine Hair Co. So y'all can get y'all bundles. It's 100% Brazilian virgin hair. We offer HD lace, transparent lace, and textures, body wave, straight loose wave, and deep curly. We also offer custom made wigs, regular wigs, closure wigs, and just closures and frontals separate. Hmm, yeah, y'all go look at my girl. And what's your Instagram name? You can follow me at Celine Hair Co. That's on Instagram. Twitter, Facebook, Pinterest, everywhere. And mm, she international. <laughs> we're, we're not international yet. <laughs> we're not international yet. <laughs> but we will be. So, yeah, coming soon to an internet near you. Okay, guys, we're back. Um, but yeah, I just really wanted to, you know, talk about black women's mental health because I feel like we don't get enough conversations. Everybody's always like, as a whole, as black people, where our yeah. mental health is at, but we got to look at black women. I feel like we have a little bit of generational trauma. We have a lot. Not even a little because bit. Because we've we had, had to carry lot. so much on our backs since, yeah. you know, being on a ship. We had our babies with us and we had yeah. to deal with being raped and we had to deal with being beat and we had to deal with taking care of kids and making sure the white people's house was straight, making sure our right. house was straight, going to the fields every day. You know, like, like we really even, had no time Even for in the ourselves. silver, the silver, like. um... The civil, the civil rights movement we had yeah. to make sure the house was good we had to go outside and march mm-hmm. with martin luther king and malcolm x and you know we all we get pulled we're like octopuses yeah. we get pulled each and every way and we only got one person here yeah. and so yeah i just really wanted to talk about that i feel like yeah. you know let's open up the conversation about black women's mental health we're not always okay and that's okay we're like not always okay but not, i just but... you know i'm glad that Black women is getting into their lecture things. We are. Like, we're starting to, like, really start taking care of ourselves. Mm-hmm. We're getting into the bag. Yeah. Bring the money. Next topic. So, the there's money. been, like, a lot of videos on TikTok. Like, you know, the little black girl luxury. Uh huh. The little mini vlogs. Yes. Oh, that be making me feel away. The champagne. Like, the Fendi. The Bottega. Yeah. The Chanel. Like, the Dior. They do fuck Gucci. We'll like fuck with they're them. living their best life. Like they're living their lives, like taking trips. Black women take care of themselves. Yes, hair, makeup, did trips, yes, first class. Really. A nigga that loved him with a rat. You know, couple yeah. racks in his pocket. Like yeah. Jada is a big one because you know Jada started from the bottom too, and yeah. she made um an impact. I feel like she's one of the first intra- entrepreneurial girls to mm-hmm. really you know. 
she was to make that move so more black women are taking heed and making building their own businesses and their own brands and i just love seeing it because now black women are living in luxury yes yes i love to see it black women are i'm just trying to get there living in a penthouse driving a nice cars and it's not about the materialistic stuff it's just building wealth is what i love to see Building Which a wealth. lot of black people don't take serious. Or yes, like, buy your properties, y'all. Yeah. Buy your properties, invest in businesses. Because like, it's really not just about you. It's about your, like, the people that you leave. Like, it's yeah, about your, your, lineage. your kids. Like, it's mm-hmm. your family, like investing in properties and stocks around the world wealth like that's taking care of your body you know just being i just love seeing black women able to relax i think us having that that space you don't really see as a black person yes we're so used to the narrative of single moms and working five jobs and going to school working five jobs taking care of kids Sometimes we don't need that narrative. Let's have the narrative of us living in luxury. Let's take a, th- a bubble I need, bath. Let's right. drink some champagne. Let's, Let's go get a book. pedicure. Like, we'll drink some matcha. Right. Let's go outside. Go to the pool. Oh, well, you want to go take a trip to right. Paris? Like, I love seeing black every women do that. Every day doesn't have to be hard work. Not every day. nobody else works. Like, women in other cultures do not work that hard. So, why do well, black women... You know what's funny. I, I mean, remember they it. work, but I mean... If they if they have a husband that's like taking yeah. care of things like women, most and you know black and women are one of like, like a lot of like minority women like or maybe women from other cultures black they, women married, are the least like, likely to get yeah, married exactly and so I feel like that also so you a know a lot of single mothers like in. Um, that culture but, and y'all need to and, and it's really hard being a single mother like it's it is hard being a it mother. is. How Trust so many me. niggas like to treat their baby, baby mamas. mamas? Like it's arrest not easy, them, please. Um, but it's yeah, so I just love seeing black women in luxury. It's just such a beautiful thing. Like, ooh, get, get your older, things. When I have my kids, yes, I'm gonna have a couple. Nannies. And I just love supporting black <laughs> businesses. So, I need y'all to link me to some black businesses. I got my Telfeezy. Their stuff is just a little bit pricey, but, you know, I, I will, you know, pay for some. Not all, but some, okay? Girl. It's, it is pricey, I'm not gonna lie. But it's pricey because they actually, like, use you know, quality stuff. Like, they put their, and it's like, them. All into it. It's not like some, it's like, them. Shein-type clothes. Like, nah, it's like don't do too much on Shein, stuff. now. We love Shein, but we I mean, cheap. But one Shein. day I'm gonna be dressed in all the finest things. Per Victor. A lot of like the black businesses, like the clothes, really. Yeah, like, they really like put their all into it. Yeah, so, so I, I love seeing that. that <laughs> So we're gonna get into our next segment. What would you do? And I'm gonna hand it off to Lena. So Lena, get into it. Uh, what would you do if your parent was messing with your significant other slash ex? <laughs> it's funny how often that that shit happens. It happens often because on TikTok, they it, they make it seem like it happens often. Like, well, let me tell lie. you. I am not your daughter. I'm not your daughter no more. You're not my parent no more. That's fucked up. I would say it would be my mom because I'm a girl and I like men. So, but what if, 
What is? <laughs> don't say my daddy, bitch. Cause no, he would not. What know. is? Uh-uh, don't. Dad? Hell the fuck no, bitch. What is with your nigga? Fuck no. <laughs> Ew, stop. Don't play with me. Do not play with me. Bro. I would flash the, the case, fuck out. If that was the case, I'd be so mad. Like, I would oh, flash the fuck out. I would... I would get into that nigga ass. Yeah, cause no. I I feel like it's so disrespectful it to really you. Don't care about me if you would do that to me. You know, like if my mom messed with a dude I used to mess with, bro, I would be fucking floored. Bitch, I would be. A, I would be like flabbergasted. Family member, like your, even your sister, your brother. Ew, like, I don't want nobody leftovers. Why you want to taste my pussy so bad? Like people's family, like if your family member has done that to you, they're so foul. Like they are foul, really foul. foul. Like that's foul. It's, uh, 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 I just I can't imagine. You can't do that. Like you cannot. Do- but I see it a lot on TikTok, especially with the no. white folk. Okay, well that's different. There they be sure. Hey, they don't care. Sister, cousin, uncle, green. They will take your man. Yeah. And you have to do it. I just think it's disrespectful. You don't like. I, how could you be so evil? I feel like that's evil. It's evil. Like it's evil. It's evil. It's evil and it's weird. Family. You're a weirdo. If you are somebody's parents or sister or cousin, you go and get married to their ex or date their ex. You're weird as fuck. Just like, and this one is even weirder and disgusting, that old ass man who married his stepdaughter. Did you see that? His goddaughter. Oh, his goddaughter? Yeah. Weird as fuck. I think that's so weird. And it's he like, was fucking on her mama. Oh my god, that's even worse. Like, I like, can't. That's ugh. You were... Like, you as my, like... And he's even more disgusting because... You were licking at my significant other like right. that while... You was licking your lips. You're Bro, they used to be doing that shit on Wattpad. Because on Wattpad, they had a story... And it was like, she fell in love with her mama's husband. Bro, that shit was wild. I'm like, bitch, you on your own. Because anybody my mama date is not attractive to me. Right. Just like, like anybody really I date. Weird. Like, my mom doesn't find any of the niggas I've dealt with to be attractive. Well, except Mr. Nice Guy. She thought Mr. Nice Guy was cute. She's like, why are you so cute and handsome? Um, you better scoop him up. I, was like, I had to remember who that was. I forgot. But um, <laughs> but she don't really care yeah. for Mr. Capricorn or Mr. Crown Royal. So <laughs> she told me you to stay away from Mr. Capricorn. Yeah, please do. Uh-huh. We, we've already talked about Capricorns, but <laughs> <laughs> we've talked about y'all. But so how would you feel if your mom went and dated your recent ex? <laughs> don't let's not do the recent act because she would my mom would never like uh, don't never, never say never no. never say never no this when is like what would you do never. what would you do if you caught your mama creeping with mr um what we gonna call him we gonna call him big head <laughs> big head little body all that hair all that hair but no she would never Y'all mama would, would never. never. Not him. But maybe Squire. And she was a- Fuck no. <laughs> uh-uh. Squire got too much CTE for me. So, too much. That's and traumatizing. Squire. I just be disgusted. Like, I was, I was I like, you not my mama. You not my mama no more. Like, 
We can't. I can't talk to you like you're. We weird. just can't you're keep weird. talking about it. Like if you've done that, I'm so sorry, but you're weird. Like you are weird. It's not giving at all. It's not cute. Like none of that. It's just. So what would you do if your sister did? If my sister did, count your days, bitch. If my sister did, it's outside. I'm running up on you. I, I love you, bro, but you like, getting ran up on. It's at the end of the day. We'll squash it. We can move on from it, but we got. What did What did Drake fight. say? Nobody something when a family feuds. <laughs> nobody wins yeah nobody wins when the family fuse hell yeah nobody winning over here because i'm about to beat this bitch ass we would even your cousins (laughs) it's bad enough that your friend might fuck on your nigga but to know that your own blood might fuck on your nigga you got me fucked up i'm coming guns are blazing if i found out my mama was fucking with mr crown bitch you would be oh this whole house this whole house would be demolished over with bro she would never hear from me ever again and i'm robbing you i'm robbing you i'm robbing you for the distress you getting robbed (laughs) that's what i would do so what would y'all do if y'all caught child parents creeping with your ex or a family member creeping with your ex it happens way too often y'all need to it's seven billion people in this world why you gotta choose your your daughter right. or your son? Just with the friends too. Other. Why you gotta choose her nigga? Why you gotta choose your friends nigga? That's weird. Mm-mm. I'm sorry. So normally we have another segment called confessions, but nobody has sent any in. So y'all need to send y'all's confessions. Send y'all motherfucking so confessions judge. in. We want to get the tea too. So we can judge y'all. We ain't gonna judge y'all now. Nah. I am. She might. I'm not gonna <laughs> judge y'all. But please enter your confessions. Um, thank you guys for the support. You also guys, you guys can now support us by clicking the link in the um bio of this episode and Click send us some coin. So but I mean, we no pressure, no pressure. So we can move to. <laughs> no, we gotta move to Houston first. Okay, so we. So I can get me my H town, nigga. And the little Mm-mm. <laughs> Thank you guys for watching this episode. We'll see you guys next week. Bye. If you've enjoyed this episode of New Aura, be sure to share with your friends. You can find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Anchor. Our Instagram is The New Aura Podcast, and send us an email at asknewaura at gmail.com. Thank you.